Hello everyone and welcome back to Reading by Flashlight. Today we're going to be continuing our Women of the Bible series where every other week we take a new woman in the Bible and we read her story and we try to look and find something that we can learn from her. So in today's episode we are going to be looking at Vashti who was married to King Ahasuerus and that was the king in the story of Esther and that's Esther's story. So I've already done a Women of the Bible episode on Esther. So if you haven't seen that one already, make sure to check that out so you can see Esther's side of the story. But specifically for this, we're going to be looking at Queen Vashti and looking at her story and something that we can learn from her. So just so we can get the context of everything that's happening, I will be reading all uh, 22 verses of Esther chapter 1. So starting in verse 1, it says, Now it took place in the days of Ahasuerus, that Ahasuerus who reigned from India to Ethiopia over 127 provinces. In those days, as King Ahasuerus sat on his royal throne, which was at the citadel in Susa, in the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all his princes and attendants, the army officers of Persia, the media, the nobles, and the princes of his provinces being in his presence. And he displayed the riches of his royal glory and the splendor of his great majesty for many days, 180 days. When these days were completed, the king gave a banquet lasting seven days for all the people who were present at the citadel in Susa, from the greatest to the least, in the court of the garden of the king's palace. There were hangings of fine white and violet linen held by cords of fine purple linen on silver rings and marble columns and couches of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of porphyry, marble, mother of pearl, and precious stones. Drinks were served in golden vessels of various kinds, and the royal wine was plentiful according to the king's bounty. The drinking was done according to the law. There was no compulsion, for so the king had given orders to each official of his household that he should do according to the desires of each person. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the palace, which belonged to King Ahasuerus. This is verse 10. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mahuman, Biztha, Harbana, Bigtha, Abagatha, Zethar, and Carcass, the seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Ahasuerus, to bring Queen Vashti before the king with her royal crown in order to display her beauty to the people and the princes, for she was beautiful. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commands delivered by the eunuchs. Then the king became very angry, and his wrath burned within him. Then the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for it was the custom of the king to, so as to speak before all who knew law and justice, and were close to him, Karshana, Shethar, Admatha, Tarshish, Maris, Marsina, and Memukin, the seven princes of Persia and Media who had access to the king's presence and sat in the first place in the kingdom. According to law, what is to be done with Queen Vashti because she did not obey the command of King Ahasuerus delivered by the eunuchs? In the presence of the king and the princes, Memu Ken said, Queen Vashti has wronged not only the king, but also all the princes and all the people who are in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus. For the queen's conduct will become known to all the women, causing them to look with contempt on their husbands by saying, King Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought into his presence, but she did not come. This day the ladies of Persia and Media who have heard of the king's conduct will speak in the same way to all the king's princes 
and there will be plenty of contempt and anger. If it pleases a king, let a royal edict be issued by him, and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, so that it cannot be repealed, that Vashti may no longer come into the presence of King Ahasuerus, and let the king give her royal position to another who is more worthy than she. When the king's edict which he will make is heard throughout all his kingdom, great as it is, then all women will give honor to their husbands, great and small. This word pleased the king and the princes, and the king did as Memukin proposed. So he sent letters to all the king's provinces, to each province according to its script, and to every people according to their language, that every man should be the master in his own house, and the one who speaks in the language of his own people. So just as a very quick recap, King Ahasuerus was having this, basically this really big party with all of the people in the palace, and he, they were very merry with wine is what the Bible says. So they were all pretty drunk, we can probably say. And he had the idea for Vashti to come in front of all of them to display her body and to show it off to the people and to the princes and to the king himself who were all in there. He wanted Queen Vashti to come and show her body basically to all the people there. And so Queen Vashti, she refused to do this. She told the eunuchs that had brought the king's command to her, she told them, no, I'm not going to be doing that. And when the king heard about this, he became very angry. So he gathered together all his closest men and they had this sort of council meeting, I guess. And they're like, what are we going to do about this? They were like, Queen Vashti did not obey King Ahasuerus the command that was delivered by the eunuch. So what are we to do now with her? And so the one man, I guess his name is Mimukin, he was saying Queen Vashti not only wronged the king, but he also but she also wronged all the princes and all the people who are in the provinces of King Ahasuerus. Because this was his reasoning, he was saying because the queen's conduct will become known to all women everywhere and they might start to speak up against their husbands. And he's saying basically that that might give them enough bravery, as verse 18 says, This day the ladies of Persia and Media who have heard of the queen's conduct will speak in the same way to all the king's princes, and there will be plenty of contempt and anger. So he's saying if they hear what Queen Vashti did, and that she did this in front of all these people, if any of these women are ever asked to show themselves before the king, they're just going to say no because they'll follow in the queen's footsteps and we can't have this happening and it will cause all this anger because they won't want to come before us. So King Ahasuerus agrees with this and they make a plan that they are just going to basically take her crown away from her and she will no longer allow to be in the presence of King Ahasuerus or be in the palace and everything she has will be gone basically. So this pleased the king very greatly, and this is what he set out to do. So he sent letters to all the king's provinces, to all people, to every language, to every house, basically to tell everyone that they can't do this, and that no woman would be allowed to speak up if they were ever put into that place where they were asked to display themselves before a bunch of men, because they were afraid that if they let it pass, they would see the example that Vashti had set by saying no. And they would say, hey, we can do this too. We can tell them no. 
But of course, the king and his men did not want that to happen. So they made these letters and sent them out to tell people that Queen Vashti is no longer queen because she did this. And they did that in order to silence anyone else who would be in that position as well. So aside from the story itself, I think that one thing we can learn from Queen Vashti is that she was very brave and she was not ashamed to refuse the king himself, her husband, even though she knew that it would lose her her crown, her life, her house, probably a lot of the people that she knew she would never see again because she was basically banned from the palace, she would lose her safety and she would lose her title as queen. But she still refused to come at the king's demand because she didn't want to do that. She didn't want to put herself in that very uncomfortable situation. She didn't want to display herself before all of these drunken merry men and she told them no. So Vashti had some great things at stake if she were to tell the king no, but she took that anyway because she knew that she couldn't go along with what the king wanted her to do. She knew that it wasn't right, so she told him no even though it cost her the crown, the title as queen. And maybe we see ourselves in situations like that today where we know that if we say no to a person or to doing a certain thing or to a certain situation, it may have bad consequences, maybe like those people don't want to be our friends anymore, or people will make fun of me because of this, or a very important title will be taken away from me. There may be things like that that will happen if we say no to doing certain things or putting ourselves in certain situations, but ultimately, the opinion of people is not what matters, but it's the opinion of God and whether or not we did the right thing. Because if you think about it, on the judgment day, whose opinion are you going to be looking for the most? You're not going to be looking for the approval of people you grew up with or maybe your teachers or your family or your friends. You're not going to be looking for their approval when we stand before God. You're going to be looking for God's approval on that day. And that's how it should be here too. If we are put into a certain situation where we don't want to do something, but we still want to seek the approval of our friends or our family or the people around us, God's approval, what God thinks about you is ultimately more important. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode and make sure to come back next week for another and I hope you have a great week.